George Burns had a 90-year career that included vaudeville, radio, television, and film. Tonight, we discuss the movie that brought it all to a screeching halt. 18 again! podcast where we discuss every movie released by new world pictures starting from the era of roger corman through until the late 90s ish uh yeah mostly uh my name is ryan with me as always is erica hello and mark hello and (laughs) that was so sultry Ooh. oh my feeling it oh boy i'm lighting the cigar and i'm getting ready yeah tonight we are going to be discussing uh, a movie I can't wait to discuss, which is 18 again. Um, exclamation point. It's, it's, uh, the exclamation point means you have to pronounce it in a certain way. Um, this, of course, is the last uh, theatrical movie for George Burns. And uh, George Burns had a particular, obviously, he had a style, if you're familiar with him, where he would always. Uh, he he always had a cigar. That was his style. He I'm, would always I'm toasting the end of the cigar yes. right now. You and can hear it. So in the what? Mic. He had a particular cigar that he would always use because it would not burn out during his uh, sets. And he had a long running show at in Vegas. George Burns had a particular cigar that he would always smoke, which is called an El Producto. That was his brand. That was the thing he uh, used a lot. He mentioned it because it would stay lit, unlike a lot of Cuban cigars which were packed too tightly with tobacco, he would use a particular uh, domestic cigar by the brand name of El Producto. I tried to go find uh, such a thing in some cigar stores, and I could not find one. So Mark is lighting up a... I'm not sure what kind of it is. This is a Cohiba Red Dot from the Dominican Republic. So this is a legal cigar. Um, It is a churchill size Mm. uh, Cohiba Red Dot. Uh, Highly regarded cigar. It's not... I wouldn't say it's my favorite cigar, but, okay. you know, this is a good maybe hour, hour and 15, maybe an hour and a half burn. So, okay. buckle up, so it everybody. Should, should last through this podcast uh, because this is not our favorite movie, but not to spoil things. <laughs> but well, uh, not yeah. your favorite cigar, not our favorite film of the new new world oeuvre. But um, this is uh, in, in, you know, in deference to to george burns we're gonna have this cigar going uh we got a little picture of it going on our socials check that out um so we're gonna have a little cigar going on which seems appropriate for us to talk about uh 18 again which it is can george- also just burn the garage down we might we could <laughs> it's With, behind us now it's also no adult is monitoring the cigar currently. it's good for us to put a fire hazard in front of the podcast just yeah. to keep us on task keep just us on our toes we could potentially burn this whole garage to the ground yeah um so we're gonna talk about 18 again which came out in 1988 um during uh, and ended a brief wave of body switching movies but 
Uh, it also ended uh, George Burns being in movies. Of course, he had been in a bunch of the Oh God movies. He had been uh, a he'd won an Oscar for the Sunshine Boys, which which was really a late uh, uh, career sort of resurgence for him. No exclamation point in that title, I guess, or it would have been the Sunshine Boys. Right. But, yeah. The, honestly, uh, can we just say real quick before we start getting into the movie? We need more exclamation points in movies. Wait, we need more what? Exclamation points. <laughs> that sounded like you said explanation points. You know Which what? we need both of those. We need yeah. both. I mean, if both. I said that, I I should have said it. If I didn't say it, I definitely should have. I probably did, but I, I we need more explanation points. Uh, <laughs> imagine going to see 1917. <laughs> you know? Imagine I mean, it. Yeah. Imagine that. I would have actually gone to see it then. I'll just take a nap at home. But I, I agree. You know, this is George Burns' last movie. And when you think about the greats, mm-hmm. Spencer Tracy, sure. his last movie was Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Lee was in Enter the Dragon. Oh, yeah. Classic. And uh, George Burns, 18 again. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Although I would have loved to see George Burns in Enter the Dragon. That would have been pretty great. Yeah. That's a real shame. Real miscast That's a there. real miscast. Just have That's... him flip-flop. Have Bruce Lee be in 18 again. <laughs> that would have Bruce been Bruce awesome. Lee talking about needing emotional content. George Burns just standing behind him with a, with a stogie. <laughs> I mean, that would have been classic. That would have been good. Would have been good stuff. Um, so this is a body-switching movie. Uh, what do we need to talk about here? Director is <laughs> well. What should we? Come on, Dome. I know. Tell us I'm what just we trying to say. Here, here's what we should. T- here's Wait, hold on. Say. Is this the new year? Is this what we're doing now? Yes. We're, gonna, we're not doing the this off is... the dome anymore wow. in, the new, in 2020. I did. By the way, everybody, happy new year. Yeah. Happy new it's year. 2020. Happy new year. We haven't done this in a month, and it sounds like it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're a little rusty. A little rusty. <laughs> Uh, so this movie was directed by Paul Flaherty. You might, uh, if Flaherty Sorry, sounds... it's Paul Flaherty. Flair- Flaherty! He has an exclamation a, point at the end of his name. An explanation point, please. <laughs> um, he, uh, if, if Flaherty sounds uh, familiar, like Joe Flaherty of SETV, that's because he is his brother. And didn't know oh, that. Yeah. Didn't, didn't know that. Either. I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. know that either. You might remember him from uh, uh, what uh, Happy Gilmore. Uh, the, the guy who's like, hey, hey, I thought we were friends. Let's go to Red Lobster. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Joe Flaherty. Uh, so this is his wow. brother. That was a deep, deep cut. cut. Deep cut. To pull out deep Joe cut. That was a good cut. Wow. Thank you. That Thank was, you. That was the some, dome is back. That was yeah. a good explanation. There you go. <laughs> that is my explanation point. <laughs> um, he, uh, he wrote for SCTV. He also wrote for The Larry Sanders Show. He wrote and directed a couple episodes of the Tracy Ullman show. Wait, who are we talking about again? This is the director, oh, Paul okay. Flaherty. And he went on we to direct uh, Who's Harry Crumb, which was one of the last features with John Candy. And uh, his last feature uh, that he directed, his last feature credit, I should say. He still directed TV. His last feature credit is Clifford, which hmm. is with Martin Short. So, so between him and of- his brother, who's more successful? That is a great question. I was about to say, oh, his brother. But wait, no, yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, because if you directed to... a bunch of movies, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm just saying uh, his brother's known for he... saying, you know, you jackass. I mean, right. I, that's top of mind for me. I, I While his say... brother, who directed all those movies, not top of mind. 
I'm going to say equal footing. I think they're on equal footing. Okay. I think they're both trying to vie for their parents' uh, favor, and both of them have just ended like up being, us. we love you both. Right. Just Let's like just you and I. just crash one of their Thanksgivings to figure it out. The right, this movie was. <laughs> that didn't get a good enough laugh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not here for the laughs. I'm That's here to the... just fill the space until Dome has something more to say. Billy has another ex- ex- explanation. point. I can't even say it. <laughs> The writers of this movie were Josh Goldstein and Jonathan Price. They were comedy writers that wrote for Blossom, of all things. And uh, they, they eventually created the TV series American Dreams, which came out in the aughts. Dreams with a uh, V. Prince is currently a producer on the Hulu series of Four Weddings and a Funeral. And uh, Goldstein is now producing like music videos and other shows. So they have had quite the career. Um, but... Uh, and quite a career as partners because they did the American Dream show together. Wait, but who are we talking about? This is who wrote are we still the talking about the Flatteries? Flat, Flaherty. Are we still talking about this them? This apparently is the best part of the podcast I because we I, can't even keep, I can't even keep my co- co-hosts involved in what I'm talking about. You guys have checked out. The audience has checked out. Let's talk about 18 again. I thought we were talking about George Burns's career. Are we still talking about the Flatterly, Flatterlies? I, I don't. Flatterlies? I don't. I, Which I one is the uh, Irish dancer? George Burns. Um, Michael, oh, that's Michael Flannery. <laughs> Never mind. Flannery? Yeah, you're no, that's way your beyond all of us. Real different. So this movie is about. Uh, well, I, I, no, no, no. It. I have it. Okay, you. Oh, this movie's about George Burns getting inside an 18 year old boy. <laughs> Not only about him getting inside an 18 year old boy, it's about him getting inside an 18 year old boy who wants to get inside an 18 year old girl. So he's double dutying it. He's double dicking it. <laughs> In a. Mm-hmm. He might have two dicks. <laughs> he does. But he does in this movie. There, he has the dick of an George, 81-year-old man and then the dick the of an 18-year-old. He could have two dicks. We don't honestly know. Because, number one, we don't really truly know how they switch bodies other than they get into a car accident and suddenly they've switched bodies. There's They make a wish at his 81st birthday. Which is the creepiest wish. Over birthday candles... The, the way it's shot with them looking in each other's eyes, it's really strange. Yes. It's it's almost, but it's borderline uncomfortable. Contextually, to start, George Burns had a hit record, which was I Wish I Was 18 Again, which he, which he wherein he sings the song I Wish I Was 18 Again. He sings it in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I guess this movie was based on the song, the popular album that he had I put thought out. this was a horror movie for a couple minutes. It made me afraid of birthday wishes. Yeah, I mean, it's a horror movie in a lot of ways. I'll be honest, I didn't know that he had a hit, and so when he sang that <laughs> song, I thought he was fucking totally improving it. He was like, uh, if I could be 18 again, I would do some shit differently. And everyone's just like, he's old. Just let him have just this let him have Just let him moment. do it. Like, just let him go for it. He does every birthday. Yeah, always talks about it. it. He's 81. It. Let him go for it. Mm-hmm. First of all, he was also 91 at the time he shot this movie. So Oh, he, he could play younger. 91 playing an 81-year-old, which he made a lot of jokes about. Uh, I'm just saying, though, like, he would be boning an 18-year-old with the mind and sensation of an 81-year-old dick through an 18-year-old boy dick. Mm -hmm. So it is double-dicking. But, yeah, that's the thing, though. Isn't he 
like his body's removed though his mind is what goes into the 18 year old so he doesn't have an 80 or even a 91 year old or 81 year old dick to bring with him into but he's the gonna have the, the 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 memory of 81 year old dick feeling but i guess he right. could be delighted and surprised at an 18 year old dick and be like oh my god yeah i would think he would be like holy shit i've got a brand new dick <laughs> It has to be totally new to him, right? Why didn't they cover this in the movie? These are all this, questions this they is, did not ask. During the thing this is, movie. is they don't really discuss. Like what happens is that he sings a song. He's eighteen again. He's a successful businessman. He runs a business where his family's involved. His son works for him, and his grandson is going to college. And he's talking about wanting to be eighteen again. He has a birthday cake. He has a young-ish girlfriend with bright red hair uh clearly from the bottle and, and who was also in smoky mountain christmas with dolly parton if you've ever seen that holiday <laughs> wow. treat so off the bro dome <laughs> off the bro dome we got a new segment people <laughs> also we've now everyone just collectively nodded their heads that we're listening to this <laughs> of course oh yeah sure yeah yeah i mean Totally. Now I know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and then they look at each other. They blow out a candle. They then later get in a car and then have an accident. And somehow this wish that they did over a birthday cake is transferred into an accident as they go into a plate glass window of a department store. I'm not sure. Also, there's so little that is explained about this movie that the body switching element of it is still a mystery you the know what i thought of, of is a mystery here's the other thing i thought so let me add this if you want want this from the dome the lady dome sounds dirty <laughs> other than creep show 18 again was the only other new world picture that i had seen prior to the three-ish to four viewings it took me to rewatch it had you seen this already? Really? Yeah, but I have no memories of it other than this the birthday scene. That was literally the only scene I could remember. I forgot everything else about it. That was the only wow. scene that was like, oh, right. And then as they're watching the rest of the movie, I'm like, wait, what? No, I, no I, memories. I, so I, I was watching it the second time, and I thought, what if when they crash, when they're holding hands and they crash, what if they died? And the whole rest of the movie is just a dream. <laughs> It's just like a Jacob's like Ladder a, scenario. Yeah. Or this could be yeah. like... They, Horror movie. George Burns just incepted this whole yes. scenario. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, they couldn't have died because that is the slowest crash. No one, no one's even going to go into a coma. Arguably, at the end of the movie, when, they, when he's pushing the hospital bed... And they crash into the chapel in the hospital. Just jumping ahead. <laughs> that is a bigger crash than when they crashed in a huge 1940s car into a store. Are we mm -hmm. running the numbers right now? Are we currently I, I, running I'm the just, numbers? Well, I tried to. I Honestly, I tried. I, I was like, okay, how, how intense of a crash do you have to be in to be put into a coma? But it gets into <laughs> you get That's into, quite the you, Google search. Yikes! <laughs> but you get into what are you going to you know, start what being is, sold? What is Later, the, your friends are like, "You okay, bro? I checked your Google history, and I'm a little concerned." Yeah. I mean, I did get pulled into HR earlier this <laughs> okay. week. Are you? Is Google trying to sell you concussion medicine, or what is happening well, now? <laughs> Teresa thinks I'm trying to kill her, <laughs> but. The it gets into you know the difference between forty miles an hour and eighty miles an hour and the the you know the pounds of impact that you're going to get, and I was like this is too hard to figure out. 
But while doing that search, I I started to think, if you're in a coma, do you still poop? <laughs> mm. Yeah, you have to, right? Your you body's totally still going do. Because also, for the record, wait, wait, I did just you look this say... up? Do you know yeah. for sure? Yeah, because you still do because fifty percent of your stool is made up of dead cells of bacteria Ugh. present in your bowels. Oh. So you still poop. 50%? 50%. And so even if you're on an IV drip, you're still going to poop. Wow. Our bodies are so efficient. Well, then I thought... Who wipes your ass, though? Well, obviously well, the, the medical nurses staff and the medical staff. Point, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. I would hope. Yeah. But then I thought, like... The dark still... side of nursing <laughs> duties. <laughs> do you still... So then I thought, like, do you still get a boner? If you're in a coma? Wow. Someone, let's Let's... clear Mark's browser history tonight. (laughs) I'm scared for him. (laughs) You do. (laughs) Because, you know, stimulation Mm -hmm. uh, can lead to erections both in men (laughs) and women. Ryan's nodding like, "Mm -hmm." Prior to orgasm. So many coma boners. Or clitoris. Even in the case of CNS dysfunction can lead to erections as well. Which I guess women then get a get an erection but mm-hmm. yeah yep. you get a boner that's what we call a literal uh, <laughs> erection. erection erection yeah. that's right yeah that's right but for the record right now i just want to coin coma boner that's going to be my band name so anybody out there who thinks they can have yep. it you nope. can't that's coma boner? trademarked that's my band. trademarked right here that's mine that's trademark what uh, kind so of music the- does coma boner make coma boner music that makes you hard look we even have a tagline <laughs> yeah put that that's a t-shirt that's another t-shirt um <laughs> <laughs> Coma Boner is a t-shirt right there. Yeah, it is. Um, so to back up real quickly. So this is a movie, a body-switching movie between George Burns as mm-hmm. the grandfather of Charlie Schlatter, who is his grandson. Uh, they make He makes a birthday wish, wants to be 18 again. They get into a car accident. Do we remember why? I don't remember why. Uh, because he's driving and he's not paying attention and there's some road construction mm-hmm. yes, in the yes. Midwest Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. And in so, L.A. They're in and L.A. And they drive into a, they crash into a store. Yeah. And they're holding hands while driving, which is, I mean, key. That's key to them somehow switching bodies. Is it's that. creep key that they keep holding hands all the time. I thought mm-hmm. it was sweet. No, no. Like, oh, we're going to die. Let's hold hands. Instead of like, let me try to take the wheel and correct this. I was also like. Let me just grab your hand, Grandpa. When I get easily just reach over and straighten us out. Yeah. And not crash into the How does he have, I thought, how does he have a free hand when he's smoking, he's driving? How do you smoke a cigar, drive a car, and hold your grandson's hand at the same time? It's impossible. That's an extra hand. This is actually a public service announcement. Don't do those th- those two things. You'll crash into a Don't car. hold your grandson's hand. You need to drive, and you need to hold drive a cigar. or smoke the cigar. Yeah. Don't. Uh, Be or responsible. hold your grandson's hand. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of those things has to go. and Probably the grandson's hand is what, what that's Yeah, don't get rid of the damage. cigar. Don't, get rid of the grandson. Don't get rid of the cigar. No. Jeez. Of course not. He never does. He smokes the entire movie whenever he's there. Ah, oh, that okay. So so, In the so second hold on a watching, second. So let's never. Let's, let's. I will let, never hold on to so, your hand. So what has happened now is that they they crash into this window. They switch bodies, and now. George Burns is now technically in the body of his grandson, Charlie Schlatter. Schlatter. So now he gets to go about collegiate life and the body of his grandson. And what we don't ever really see is the George Burns side, who I guess his 18-year-old grandson's now inside him. But he's in a coma, so we're, we don't care about any of that. 
we don't really get to see any of that. Well, now that I know there's coma booners, I really want to write that screenplay. Right. What was happening? There's a whole. To what David Mark is saying is there is a whole life. Jake's, Jake or Jack? Jack. Jack? Uh-huh. Jack's body. Yeah, that's he's the movie right there. living a life there. That's eighteen again, part two. Right. <laughs> part <Did>, two. <laughs> honestly, who probably did have sex in this scenario? Was it George Burns's comatose body, or was it? 18-year-old Charlie Slaughter with George Burns in his head. Because I think it's George Burns. It's totally George Burns because <clears throat> Charlie Slaughter's character, is it David? David yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. David has no self-esteem. He's an artist. Uh, <clears throat> by all accounts, he's having a love affair with Polly Shore. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Polly and- Shore plays his best friend. Polly Shore's in this movie. Polly That's all Shore's you need to hear. Watch That's it. All you need to know. That's all you need to know. Uh, and uh, Jack, George, George Burns' character, is really just a complete asshole. He yeah. is, yeah, a total yeah. dick. So, at, to the point that when he is in David's body and he realizes, like, I'm young, I can, I can live again, he goes and finds his friend, who's as old as him, and basically, like, shows him, like, I'm back, I'm 18 again, for no other purpose than to fucking rub it in, like, look, fucker, you're old, I'm young, I'm gonna go get some pussy, goodbye. Yeah, that, there's and no that best other, friend is played by Red Buttons. <laughs> yes. Who in is, this movie, merely to remind you that he's alive, I, he has nothing to do in this movie. He is his, and it, I mean, as equal a, a comedian, perhaps, as George Burns. Certainly. But there to do nothing nothing to, to, of comedic value just to be the disappointed friend that's yeah, like why like, am i not whoa. getting this life yeah what, what, what yeah i'm going lawn bowling with all the old guys basically while you're, yeah. to yeah. be a vehicle later to tell the 18 year old george burns yeah. essentially hey they're gonna take your grandfather off life support which means you can't switch back he gets to be 18 again george burns in his grandson's body Tells his friend, hey, I'm 18 again. How Look how cool this is. And immately starts to s- try to scam on the girl that his grandson likes. Absolutely. That's all he's trying to do. He's like, let's get it on with my grandson's potential girlfriend. He's but the if- ultimate wingman. He's <laughs> like, look, David, you were too much of a sissy boy artist. Sure. Sorry, artists. You, you were too much of a wimp to go for this girl, so I'll get her. Yeah. Let Hold your hands, it. swap it out, and then you can go for it. So I, I don't know. I felt like that was he was ready a solid to try. Move. I felt like that was his one dick. That's what he was trying to do. Like, that was his one redeeming character quality, though, when he was in David's body, is that he was like, "I'm gonna set this up for you." Just don't. Well, you find that a redeeming quality in people? What being a wingman? <laughs> no, being like, let me try to fuck the person that my friend, or in this case, my grandson, was trying to bone, couldn't. Let me do that for him in his body. That's do I the find that redeeming? Was that the question? That, that's yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, I mean, I honestly Look, can't blame. I'm going to get you to the point of almost insertion and then, boop, nope, step in. <laughs> no, one can, no one can see this arm well, movement. That, well, they'll know from the sounds of sex that I'm making. Sure, sure. <laughs> the, yeah, that's a... Everyone knows that sound. Yeah. Everyone knows what knows what that sound. Well, means. everyone who's had sex knows what that sound. Spoiler is. alert! Yeah, that's what sure. it sounds like. Yeah. If you're so. like, what is that sound? Hey, virgin. Yeah. That's well, a sex sound. Open your ears. Sex. Well, I mean, let's be honest. 
George Burns, like many of us, saw Ghostbusters, saw her in that movie, and was like, she's pretty fucking hot in the beginning with Bill Murray, and then got into his his 18-year-old grandson's body, ran into her at college, and was like, Yes, please. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, she is a gorgeous person. And, yeah, and like, in Ghostbusters. Perfect-looking, beautiful person. I mean, I get it. I get it. Who also, at a moment's notice, with no preparation, can do really solid ragtime dancing. <laughs> now, who play? You know who plays his girlfriend? The chick from Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah, I think we've covered <laughs> yeah. that, Ryan. Yes. Thank you. The girl from the beginning. No, here's here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. About- <laughs> Did we cover that? I don't yeah, think we, we got did, it. Did we mentioned that. We had a whole explanation point about it. Okay. So his girlfriend is her name is Jennifer Runyon and she is the girl from the beginning of Ghostbusters. She married Todd Corman, who oh. is the son of Gene Corman, Roger Corman's brother. Roger Corman has a brother. Roger Corman has a brother, Gene Corman. Who's more successful, Roger or Gene? <laughs> Gene gonna... runs a low-budget plumbing company. Gene helped uh, was a part of New World Pictures. Oh, okay. Really so that is how she is so connected to this New World family. But pretty much everyone in this movie is an asshole, right? I mean, I would say Polly Shore's not. Jack, no, yep. No. Thank you. I was going to say this be, because this, he's in love with David. Right. This might I feel be bad for this him in might this. be his most most mature role to date. Oh, this this could be his uncut gems. This could be Polly Shore's uncut gems. <laughs> Think about it. This could be. This is basically uh. the Academy Award winning role that he also, like Sandler, didn't get an Academy Award right. nomination right. for. He right. was giving his all in this movie, doing a dramatic role about a boy who loves another boy, yeah. who is an artist, yeah. who also happens to have had his bodies transplanted by his grandfather. Typical story. The old, the oldest love story in in the books. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, so Jack's son and his wife. I mean, they take him off life support. He's not even dead. We're skipping. We're skipping to the end. We're all over the place. <laughs> they we leave, might as well. They leave the hospital and they're like, well, we had to do it. He's still alive. You normally wait until the person's dead before you leave the hospital. They're like, fuck it. We got other things to do. We have a busy schedule right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, they were there long enough for them to literally just unplug the machine. And they're like, you unplugged it? Okay, we're See good. You around. We're good. Well, you never know. We got to sign something. But we're every hospital here. I've been to, it's like you know, two fifty for fifteen minutes. So they were like, "Plugs out. Let's go. Come on. We're we're coming up on five dollars now payment for parking. So we got to go." <laughs> I now, get it. We're jumping to the end, but in between, we have Charlie Schlaughter acting th- out. George Burns. I need your I need your your yeah, stogies because mine went out. We have to oh, relight the we out. have to relight the cigar. See, so George Burns was onto something. He was. See, this is what he said he didn't want to do during his act. I don't blame him. This is a nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is fucking terrible. I cannot. God, 2020 fucking sucks already. (laughs) What a great new fucking decade. We We have to light the cigar. We can't even be cigar lit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was that. Yes. Yes. You got it. So what we have in between... The accident that switches the bodies is Charlie Schlaughter doing a Who George... cares what happened in between? <laughs> Gives a shit. It sucks. 
<laughs> it is basically Charlie Schlatter doing a George Burns impersonation. Yeah. Because yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. We talk about body switching movies. The thing about it is when you switch bodies. Here we go. There oh. you go. There you go. Here he's got he, it. He's, he's got it. Ah, he's smiling. Just he's giving. <laughs> He's he's smoking the cigar like George Burns and smiling like Charlie Schlatter. <laughs> Why did he get that smile? What was with the smile? It doesn't make any sense. The smile drove me crazy. He was like, "Here's a George George Burns move. I'm gonna smile wide, wide smile, all teeth. Not a George Burns move. Yeah. George Burns never does that. Thank you. It's a, not never. a George Burns thing, but he did it all the time. It's and, and but he starts walking around the movie. He starts doing a shuffle. He starts I, walking I, yeah, around honestly, like I an old liked man. It. I thought it was I funny. Too. I, I was it. like, I, I was it. like, oh, because no. it didn't overdo no. it. It yeah. was really subtle that he sort of shuffled, and his whole outfit he had like the high cropped pants and everything. And I was like, That's and he kind of did funny. like the hands a little. The, yeah, like, the hands close. a little. I was like, okay, yeah. you got me. I don't there. see why why he I'm would do Mark. that though. He has an eighteen year old body. Why would he? Why does he start shuffling? Do you because have to start walking like the way he's used to walking, which is why I think it's double dicking. Yep. He can't escape his own dick. Yeah. Guess what? If he would have uh, really hit Ghostbusters girl with Ghostbusters girl, she would have been begging him for more. As you know, his red haired girlfriend did. She was like, get back to bed. That would have been Ghostbusters. But she was clearly just, she was just into George Burns for his money, not for Please. the dick. She was in it for that dick. The 81 year old dick? She was not. She, she wanted that 81 year old dick again. She was into the cash so much that she starts hitting on the grandson. And once he finds that out, he's like, he kicks her to the street. She was a witch in Smoky Mountain Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what she's like in Smoky Mountain Christmas. It seems she, more interesting than this role. She's a witch. And it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. deep. It's it is deep. deep. That sounds deep. She has a nice rack, though. Can we just talk about that for a second? She does. I mean, does. it's impressive. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Which brings me to my second point, which is, though, there are some redeeming qualities of this movie. This will... This second point will then bleed into my third point, which will be what we liked and what we hated. But this point is... The titty count. There is a titty count in this movie. Remember when PG movies had full nudity? Full nudity. Is this PG-13? No, it's PG. It's PG, Uh, and there's a titty count. absolute lady dropping her shirt and showing her Yeah, you get titty and buns. Yeah. And And in the sketches, you get muff. It feels like we are moving as a society to a less repressed society, but clearly we're not. Are you crying? I am. Okay. I am. Oh, my God. Are you all right, Doug? I just thought we were going somewhere. <laughs> we're going backwards. But there... And all, the only thing showing is that is 18 again. <laughs> but there's a, there, this movie has a titty count. Yeah. Because PG movies back then had titties. It you also has... Did. It also, you know, really highlighted... How in the eighties track and field was fucking badass. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Apparently. people would people would come from far and wide yeah. to just watch a track meet. Yeah. I remember and when I ran track in the eighties. Uh oh. Here we Ooh. go. Oh shit. Oh, he's lost. He's <laughs> lost in memory. Can we just say really quickly, he is on the running team and he gets shit from George Burns before they switch bodies about his time. Then at the end of the movie, he, of course, we're going to end the movie on a track meet because, of course, and George Burns, they've switched back 
And George Burns says, hey, here are my old shoes from the fucking 1920s. Okay. I saw that, and my first thought was, there's no way those shoes are in that those good of shape. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. afterwards, I looked on IMDb. They're 60 and years they, old. And they wrote exactly that the leather would have rotted in that yes. amount of time. I was like, you and me, IMDb, we're on the same page yeah. here. We are seeing the he same thing. He runs things. a track meet in his grandfather's old, dilapidated, shitty, leather-corroded shoes. <laughs> He's like, I was like, do you want him to lose? Are what you giving I was him hoping, your shoes to fuck him up? What I was hoping is that he would give him those shoes and he would have ran the track the track meet match in that little shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> like he would have just did the old man shuffle them and completely <laughs> lost <laughs> and came in like last place. He's also not doing well until he sees the girl that he has a crush on. girl. Yeah. Jennifer Runyon. The Give love of your grandpa. Up. Love of your grandpa? Zero. Means also, nothing. His grandfather has told him nothing of the moves he's made on that girl to- and the progress he's made for him. He gives him no clue about what has happened in his... He's been in a coma getting coma boners and just, <laughs> and just shitting jizzing. out 50% of fucking corroded deadness out of himself. And jizzing. And just jizzing with his co- coma boner. He's fucking jizzing his sheets, you know, with or without aid of nurses and doing hopefully with hopefully with I hope for his sake, Uh, but but doing nothing. And now he's suddenly back in his body. and He tells him nothing about what's been going on. So he runs the race, sees this girl blowing him a kiss, thinking this is coming from nowhere. I have to think he's thinking, why is she blowing me a kiss? And that's what inspires him to actually run in Mm -hmm. the race, which this leads to my biggest problem with this movie is that in the end of the movie, and I know we're jumping all the way to the end. Always. Uh, <laughs> perpetually. Always. This whole podcast. Always. <laughs> the, at the end of the movie, he, David kind of gets, he, he starts to piece together that something happened where his grandfather somehow negotiated these relationships or somehow has, something's happened here. And his grandfather's just like, we've got a lot to talk about. And that's the end of the movie. And I'm thinking, that's the midpoint of the movie. <laughs> yeah, where right. he has to then figure out what the fuck happened and what did his grandpa say to all these people? How did he get how did he get a handful of money? How did the girl who never paid attention to him suddenly f- blow him a kiss? How, that's the movie I want to see. Yeah, same. That what happened was is that he took over his body. Tried to hit on a girl and then tried to bring out the elements of his generation. And that's how he has to live his life. This is a movie that said you had it all right back in the 1930s and 40s. And that's how you need to live your life. Because he wins over his frat by beating everybody in poker. Because now he knows everything about poker. He does a giant party dedicated to the 1920s. Right. Because in the 80s, people were like... Yeah, people are so quickly won over by that idea. He's like, what we should do is throw like a 1920s shindig. And everyone's like, yeah, that's exactly what we need to do. We need to jump right back. And everybody does period dress. Uh, uh, They all had it at the ready. Somehow, just ready to go. Absolutely. And yet, uh, 
some people knew how to do some high karate kicking. Yep. <laughs> Out of the oh, blue. Oh, dude. I mean, I, this... I the, hated that party scene. The party scene, she hated it. With a fiery it. passion. I, I hated loved it. it. It had so much going on. First of all, everybody oh. super going into... Yeah, this is awesome that we're doing these old dances we shouldn't know. And when we get into a fight, it's a full-on capoeira extravaganza where he is just doing high kicking. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that I fight scene it. was unbelievable. Between uh, David and his rival in the uh, in the frat. No, I I think to a certain degree, George Burns had the opportunity in this movie to be in many movies. Mm. It's like his agent said, listen, did you like Karate Kid? You're going to be in a Karate Kid movie. (laughs) More or less. We're going to throw in shades of Karate Kid. Did you like Animal House? We're throwing in shades of Animal House. Did you like Chariots of Fire? We're throwing in shades of that. Did you like Look Who's Talking? We're throwing in shades of that because there's constant George Burns voiceover. Do you remember that hot girl from Ghostbusters? We're throwing in Throwing that. a little Ghostbusters because there's a cameo from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Did you like the 1920s? <laughs> did you like Smoky Mountain Christmas? <laughs> did, you, did you like uh, the Burns and Allen show? <laughs> because we're throwing we're throwing in bits and pieces of that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you? Uh, yeah. Anyway, we could go on and on, but we could. you know, but you know what I think we should go on and on about things we loved and things we hated. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. All right, Dome. Things you loved. The track coach's pants. Basically, oh my god, hiked oh up. my god, they were hiked up to his nipples, and oh. no one it wasn't oh. even a joke because no one ever there was no joke made about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no one said anything, it wasn't a visual joke, it was just a fact of life for this character mm-hmm. that he hiked his pants all the way up to his nipples. Mark, things you loved, uh, you know what, I uh, uh, I loved George Burns. I loved that he he came into this movie kind of he could he really couldn't walk very well. Uh, he just kind of couldn't. <laughs> I think he, he just came in so and was agile. Just, it's it's like someone handed him such like a huge amount of cash, and he was like, "Sure, I, I'm in. I'll do this dumb thing." Uh, and uh, honestly, I've always had kind of a, a sure a, an affinity, or you know, I've always kind of liked George Burns. Yeah, I, who the did? Old God who movies, did? and I was like, yeah. I, Every scene he was in, I was like, I'm buying it. I'm in. That's cool. Erica, things you loved? Oh, thank you oh. for asking. Um, <laughs> oh, of course. I loved Polly Shore, of course. Yeah, who wouldn't? Um, I also loved the dream sequence when George Burns is in David's body and David's <laughs> asleep and he's having a very restless sleep and he dreams that he goes to Ghostbuster, Ghostbuster Girl's house. Of course. And meets his parents, but he's in his old man body. Yep. Yeah. And then, like, yep. they come and take him away. Like, I guess the hospital comes and takes him away. And they're like, I'm sorry. This is actually David's grandfather. And he's like, no, no. And they're like, wait, what? I loved that. It was so ridiculous. And, like, what, that's his nightmare? That he's back in his own body? It was all... Yeah. None of it makes any sense. But he's still trying it. to bone the girl yeah. from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because yeah. if he doesn't bone the girl from Ghostbusters, he doesn't want to go back to his yeah, old body. he doesn't want to go back. He's yeah. not, he doesn't want to go back. I-, I loved that whole dream sequence. It was so ridiculous. All right, Dome, things you hated? Uh, that, oh, God, throw a dart. Um, there's a lot <laughs> of things. I mean, I'm not a fan of the shuffling. I'm not... A, I'm not 
I'm not sure why. Look, it's not an easy thing to be put in a position as a young actor to try to play essentially a version of George Burns, who has been around forever and has like, you know, he we're just talking about how what a what a great, you know, what a great guy he is and what an you know, interesting uh entertainer he is. So to try to like replicate some of that stuff, but he I I just some of the stuff he did including smiling and shuffling and I just uh, the crappy New York accent. Yeah, the little yeah. sort of like, yeah, this is George Burns. Like I was like, I, that's not. Uh, you're, he's not this. Uh, he's just not this comedian from the Catskills that you're trying to basically play. It's just not exactly his thing. He's a vaudeville style straight man comedian, and I just yeah, it that 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 was. Uh, I just wasn't a fan of that. Got yeah. it. Mark. Things you hated. No. Erica, please. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh. Ooh, la la. 2020, you are different. Wow. <laughs> Guess me two times up. Somebody's <laughs> finally asking Erica what she hated. <laughs> finally, finally. Here's what I hated. This really, really bothered go. me and still Uh-oh. bothers me, and I'm getting riled up now thinking about it. It Ooh. really bothered me that he got into his grandson's body and immediately started smoking a cigar. Yeah. Like, you're 18 again. That's fine. You want to live it up. You love smoking cigars. But you're in your grandson's body. So you're just going to poison your 18-year-old grandson's body with cigars constantly? Really? Like, mm. your body, your or your grandson, rather, is laying in the hospital in your dying, old-ass, decrepit body. And you're like... Now oh, fuck it. Puff, 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 puff. <laughs> really? Why don't you just go have some juice and take a jog and eat a salad? Like, why I are get you it. all I over g- this? I get why you that say that. really I, bothered me. I will say, it though. It really upset me. You're actually. talking about a guy who is 91 playing an 81-year-old who smoked cigars daily. And, like multiple. And drank martinis <laughs> daily. So he's that's basically fine. like, that's his th- he, that was his elixir I'm for just saying, old. if I you're mean, in your grandson, you, know, you truly love your grandson. Why are you giving him lung cancer? That's why I hate you. Asked me what I hated. Look, I got asked. <laughs> I'll probably never be asked again. I had to really go for it. <laughs> Mark, things you hated? Wow, thank you. Thank you for asking. That's so kind of you. Um, I, uh, you, you know, things I hated. Um. I hated uh, how poorly they were taking care of that Volkswagen bug convertible. (laughs) There was was like a serious primer job on one of the rims. I really felt like, you know, more care needs to be taken with those VW Beetles because they're, you know, they are prone to rust. Uh, They don't have an engine in front, so a lot of them get smashed up. And, And I think that, you know, even in the late 80s, you should have known better take care of these cars they're not going to be around forever uh, you, you that sentiment is probably shared by most people that watch this movie i think so <laughs> uh for research there's not a lot going on for this for research it's hard to get anything on this movie at this point um there's not much in terms of dvds blu-rays there's not much is this there. ryan's research corner should we do a song for the <gasps> ryan's research corner Sex is happening during this segment. Ryan's <laughs> research <laughs> corner. Sexy, sexy, sexy corner. <laughs> That's 2020, one. y'all. 2020. <laughs> like I said, this this is one of three movies that happened within uh, less than a year that were all about body switching. 
18 again is released in April 8th of 1988. It is the ending of a trio that included Like Father, Like Son and Vice Versa, which I watched both of for this podcast. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you for your service. Thank, yes. yes, thank, thank you. you. Now, thank you. the first of this trio, which was the first to come out, anyone? Vice versa? No, like Father Like Son is the first to the oh. well in 1987, October 2nd, 1987, uh, which starred Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron, and it was directed by Teen Wolf director Rod Daniel, produced by Brian Glazer, who work, works with Ron Howard, and they produce all their stuff together. Um, then Vice Versa is released about a month before 18, again, um, on March 11th, 1988, which is directed by, uh, by British, uh, British director, Brian Gilbert, who went on to direct 1991's Not Without My Daughter. And for the record, Big opened a month later uh, in June of 1988. I love a month, Big. A month later. That's how you become young again. Yes. Big nailed it. So it followed 18 again a month later is big. So just to let you kind of know. Now, I sort of wondered what was the – how did this all start? How are there so many of these body switching movies? It turns out a lot of this comes out from vice versa. Reason being is vice versa, it does not – the movie does not say that it's an adaptation. However, vice versa is actually a book, an 1882 British novel – uh, it is called Vice Versa, A Lesson to Fathers, which is about a father and son switching bodies based on a magical stone that the uncle brought from India. And they switch bodies. And that is by Thomas An- Anstey Guthrie under his pseudonym F. Anstey. And Fancy. Fancy, <laughs> essentially. I-, I love that he does a pseudonym when it's like so close to your name. That's going to be Coma Boner's <laughs> first song, Fancy. Fancy. So, but what may have set this off, because obviously vice versa was a big part of it, but there was an after school special that was released in September 1984 called Summer Switch, starring Robert Klein and Scott Schwartz, who was the kid in the toy and also played, plays Flick. Yeah, in a and, Christmas story, the kid who yeah. is dared, yeah. double dog dared to put his yeah. tongue on the frozen pole. And so they uh, basically, this kid, his, the kid doesn't want to go to summer, to summer camp and he wishes he could not go there. And the dad wishes he could not be at work and they mm. switch bodies. And that may have been the thing that set off uh, wow. this massive amount because not only do we have 18 again but then we also have dream a little dream that follows right in 1989 right. like it sets off a a large amount of body switching movies so uh and in and all of these movies they share one thing well they share a george burns things. george burns is in all of them body switching <laughs> When the, is that a Toma is that <laughs> <laughs> they all have hard cocks. fancy dun, 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 fancy dun, dun, I will dun. say uh, they don't share that there's a titty count. There's not a titty count in all of them. Eighteen again is the only That's one with the, the only titty one count. With the titty it's count? The only one with the titty count. Wow! But there's always an element of the dad coming into the younger kid's body or grandfather, and then they have to go to a rock concert. And eighteen again, they have to go to a concert. And who is the band? Coma Bunner? The Dickies. 
The Dickies are the band in 18 again. I didn't realize that. And there are fake bands in the other ones, but in both, like Father Like Son and vice versa, they have to go to rock concerts. Here's my question that I want to pose to you guys. If you could switch bodies with your sons, because you both have sons. Okay. What's the first thing you would do? It's a odd question because you... Well, Is this things we hated? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just you know, or whatever. Not your son. If you could swap to well, be in a younger body again, again what's is the about first an old man looking back and saying, "Hey, what if I was in the start of my adulthood, which is at eighteen, and be able to do it again?" Right. Are, I watched. Thank you. Is that what it's about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, I welcome. wasn't certain. Yeah, no, until I, this I wasn't sure if you. Well, thank you. We've been Thanks. talking about this for a while, and I wasn't sure if everybody got I it. I want to talk about the ending. So okay, <laughs> good. I think a great lesson to learn is you you know to really show your love for your your dying elders. You should unplug them from life support <laughs> and then run them around a hospital with the shittiest security <laughs> ever, and then crash them through the window of the chapel that's within the. That's really if you want to show your love. Um, FYI, I, that's what's in uh, my last rites. So if you guys could let, make sure that happens, please. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mark is gone. Okay. Well, back up, everybody. I this is start, what he wanted. Whee! I got to start, dri- start <laughs> running him around. I want the cannonball run around the hospital. Grab a gurney. We got- <laughs> the, the night is just beginning. <laughs> um, well, but so our, anyway, stop avoiding the our question. Our son what is would you six, do? so I don't – this is not a great question. I don't know about going back to six years old oh, what Christ. exactly I'm going to do. I, then I go s- back to 18. I don't know. I don't know. He's not 18. He's six. Oh, He's six years old. Sake. For God's Forget sake. it. You're out, Dome. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Dome's overthinking it. <laughs> Mark, what would you do? <laughs> uh, uh, go to college. <laughs> Okay. Those are shitty answers. Same. Oh, my gosh. Final thoughts. Let's get into our favorite scenes uh, from 18 again. Um, I'm going to start because I've already mentioned it, but I love the party scene. It is a terrible idea for a fundraiser to be like, let's go back to the 1920s. It sounds like a terrible idea because it is. I can't imagine people in college now or then saying, yeah, sounds fun to do a 1920s fundraiser and then to have that high kicking fight scene it's just an absolute disaster so i have to hand it to that scene it's it's a it's a wonderful disaster erica my favorite scene i think is when david as george burns goes to his art class and, I, I had a good feeling yeah, this is your favorite. It's, it's also the titty count yep, scene. Yep, no uh, so surprise. Undoubtedly, it's my favorite. Um, yeah, I love that scene. I just love how he's like, oh, hey, yo, whoa, watch out, mama, mama. Like, he has <laughs> this, like, cartoonish, like, Like, I love his reaction to the titties. Because it's like, you have a sugar mama with an amazing Rocky Mountain Rack. Wait, sorry, Smoky Mountain Rack. Smoky Mountain Rack, yeah. With an amazing Smoky Mountain Rack. But yet, you're acting like you've never seen boobies. Like, he's like, ooh, 
mommy. Like, he just, like, freaks out about it. I'm like, you, you're 81. You've seen a pair of titties before, right? Like, no. I loved that scene. Yeah. And then I love because then it pans around and you see everyone's drawing. So I tried to keep a titty count. I think it was maybe nine. I couldn't huh. keep a count because you keep I, uh, it kept going back to well, the same Well, you counted also canvases. the drawings. The dr- I, count, you counted I tried the drawings. to count the yeah. drawings yeah, yeah, yeah. as... Because uh, as far as actual bare breasts, you only get one, one shot. Correct. Yeah. yeah. But I tried to count but each canvas. But there's a canvas. lot of bare breasts on it was the hard. canvas. Yeah. yeah. But then I love that they came back to David's and it just sucked. <laughs> like, well, his- like, George Burns, I'm sorry. Even I can draw a pair of titties and I can't draw anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't even come and up with a And he gets complimented on it. Right? He called it Picasso-esque or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that scene. It's yeah. terrific. It's it's some real shit. Mark? I, I have to say, it, my favorite scene is the same scene, but uh, but it's a Ooh. micro part of that oh, scene. Oh, shit. I yes. love... Okay, so... Everybody all, loves titties. Uh, no, every, no. <laughs> this because, just in. <laughs> no, because... Because after that, there's a great... Sh- it's just a shot of that scene where the, the there's the titty in the foreground that's sort of uh, fuzzy because the focus is on David or, or you, you know... So the titties are blurry. No, but but they <laughs> they framed in the titty up close and then David in the background, like, like they made an artistic shot about mm. the titty. Oh, okay. I thought, yeah. I thought that is... The director's like, just stay right there. Hold. 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 All right, just let's get a bit more of the nipple okay. in frame. And We're rolling. And that's and literally true because the, the girl who does have to have her shirt down and who, who takes up all of three seconds of screen time has to stand for a good while while they set this shot up mm-hmm. and cannot put anything over herself and her exposed breasts. Yeah. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 1980s for you, folks. That's the 1980s. This is a PG movie starring George Burns, which we are hoping to market to nothing but old people, but we've got to throw in a pair of sweet tits. <laughs> I'm still cracking up about that. <laughs> Mark had a real visceral re- reaction to the boobies. <clears throat> well, that was 18 again! Um... <laughs> George Burns' <laughs> final uh, feature starring role. Um, check us out on social media if you haven't. Obviously, if you uh, know of us, we uh, do have a Twitter account. We have uh, an Instagram account. This is how we're going now. And so please find us on social media. And uh, like us, review us. We're on iTunes. We're on everywhere you can find uh, Apple podcasts. podcasts. Apple podcasts. Please give us a five star review. It would really help us out. And check give us, us a out. listen. And give us a listen again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for checking us out and listening to us. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> I love it.